This podcast is brought to you by BeatStars, the number one marketplace to buy and sell beats. In this episode, our host Tia Gordon speaks with music producers Space Jammin' and Technology about how to reach out to clients as a producer. To our pro page users, don't forget to check out our opportunities and challenges on BeatStars World for a chance to work with some of the industry's best creators. If you're not a pro page member, but would like to try it out, use the code PODCAST for a 30-day free trial. And of course, don't forget to leave us a five-star review. Enjoy the show. What's up, everybody? How's it going? Hey, what's that, good? That last jam was a jam. That was a banger, huh? Oh, I've already closed yeah. out the, the timer, so I actually can't see whose beat that was. I feel so bad, but I'm sure we can figure it out after. Um, what's up, everybody? I know I ran the timer a little bit late today. That's my bad. So I'm just going to give everybody a second to hop in. But where is everybody at today? Where are you stationed? What city are you in? What kind of music are you making today? Tell us while we let everybody fill up the room, and then we'll make our intros. Tech, I love that you are on the live, but you are also in the Twitch comments. That's incredible. Oh, yeah. Have to be. Gotta be. That's incredible. Baton Rouge, Stockholm, Sweden, Raleigh. Sparks. What up to all the usual Cloud Nine Bufo TikTok? All the all the normal okay, Cleveland, Glock on the beat. Raleigh, stand up. Oh, KD. Oh. That's my guy, KDMR music. What up? You might have to have you host this. You're more excited than I am. That's crazy. Not to say I'm not excited to see y'all, but you know. No, don't say my bad. I love that. I love this energy. I I love the energy. Absolutely. All right, guys. Well, I guess we could just get into it. It looks like, you know, you guys are all in Houston, Atlanta. So which city are you actually in? Atlanta or Houston? Or that's where you're at in your mind? (laughs) Toronto. I love to see it. All right. All right. All right. We're done. We're done. Let's get into this. Welcome back to The Deal, guys. My name is Tia Gordon. I'm the playlist manager here at BeatStars. If you're new here, this show happens every single Tuesday, same time, same place. And it's all about highlighting the community that have joined the BeatStars family by way of signing to BeatStars Publishing. Uh, If you don't know, BeatStars recently teamed up with Sony ATV, so... If you don't know who Sony ATV is, it's time to do your Googles because they're going to be coming up a lot because we're working with them. Uh, So with BeatStars Publishing, we help our roster with a lot of admin services like registering copyrights, collecting royalties, placing songs. You know, you know what it is. Um, For more info, you can check out BeatStars.com slash publishing. If you're interested in us representing you, there is an application form you can also fill out. And while we're here, let me remind you that we have a BeatStars Instagram account. It is separate from the initial BeatStars account that we have. It's at BeatStars Publishing. If you want to meet more of our roster, check them out. Check out what we've got going on. Get some free game on publishing, all that kind of stuff. You could definitely just follow that. Um, This week, we are hanging out with technology and space jamming. And last week, we were in here with uh, Biggs and the Militia. So if you want to check that out, you can head over to our YouTube. You can search BeatStars on YouTube. Pull them up. 
All right, guys, who wants to go first with the intros? I want to know who you are, where you're from, and what kind of music you make. Space is up. Okay. Top. All right. Um, I'm Pui Puya. My real name is Pui Puya, and I make music under the name uh, Space Jammin'. And I'm from uh, Isol, India. Uh, let's say uh, Mizoram, India. Very far away. You stayed up very late to talk to us, you know. You know the vibes. Yeah. I need to stop it's, saying you know the vibes. It's a bad habit. <laughs> yeah. um, but yes, thank you for staying awake to to hang out with us. Can you tell um, us what kind of music you make? Did you just yeah, say I make I mainly make uh, hip hop and uh, funky beats. Uh, like uh, I make uh, like yeah, it's a groove based uh, music, mm. basically. I'm really excited to talk to you about the kind of music you, you make and, and how you make your music because of a note that you left me when we were emailing. So I can't wait to oh, get yeah. into that. Um, but for the time being, um, Tech, you're on deck. Tell us about yourself. Yes, sir. Uh, technology from Providence, Rhode Island. Um, work. I can't even define the type of music I make because I make too many types of different beats for different people. Um Mostly, you know, hip hop, boom bap, a little R and B, um, just kind of all over the place, really. But yeah, it's right now I can't get out of this whole Justice League Rick Ross model that I've been on for two months. And Ooh. yeah. So on the big full sounding beats. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cool yeah. vibes. Can't get out of it. Love but. it. Um, okay, so how did you guys start? With Beat Stars, what was your first interaction? Uh, I'll take that one, I guess. Yeah, I want to hear. Um, you, so you're already unmuted. Go ahead. So I um I got involved with Beat Stars through my very good friend Mike Trampy. Um, he and I have known each other for, God, what is almost seventeen years of my music career. Um, I've known him for a very long time. So he. <laughs> Saw that I was trying to look to expand on what I was doing in regards to my production at the time. And I was kind of just entering battles and blindly sending beats out. And he's like, well, you should come and jump ship to to B-Stars and sell your stuff on B-Stars. I'm like, okay, like, sure. It's like not even, I don't question Mike Trampy at all because he's the GOAT. So I just signed up and now a few, God, years later, I'm here at the deal with you. Um, before we before Space Jam answers or I want to know what were you doing before Beat Stars like what did your career look like how was that what was that model for you it it was horrible Um, it was literally I would find A&R's emails Um, before COVID was a thing I was always out at the music festivals I used to go to 83C and South by Southwest and CMJ and pretty much anything that I could leave Rhode Island and go to and just pass out either demos or I was entering beat battles. Um, I'm a seven-time iStandard producer uh, showcase winner. So I was literally going to every state that I could think of to literally just pass out my demo and say, here, like, oh, you're a judge? Oh, great. You're someone of notoriety? Here, have a demo. Or you're an artist or you're somebody? Oh, what's your email? And really word of mouth and just kind of speaking to people all the time, no matter where I went. 
And after a while, of course, you run into those rappers who are, yeah, 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 I got you. And we're we're here down the line, and you never hear from them again. But it's it was more, yeah, it was more chaotic before. But now it's more here. Just go to go to my pro page and. Here, you want something? Or I have like a private stash of beats away that I shop, but it's more, oh, you want to hear something? Here you go. Like, just head there. It's a lot easier and a lot more convenient now than, because you can't really go anywhere. So you can just do it from your home studio. Exactly. I think a lot of like the, the practice of networking in the music industry is that you physically have to be places. And now with that being eliminated because of COVID more or less, and we really don't know when we're going to get live shows and stuff back. Um, BeatStars really is like, BeatStars is the festival. BeatStars is the networking tent. It's the all access wristband and uh, it's pretty fire. All right. What about you? Yeah. I, what was the question again? Um, what was like your first interaction with BeatStars? How did you end up on the platform? Oh yeah, uh, the, before I was uh, just like uh, handling out uh, my beats manually uh, to local artists, and uh, like uh, they came. Uh, I have a home studio in which they came, and uh, I'll be just uh, producing there. I'll make uh, some custom beats there. And that's pretty much it. And then uh, I found out BeatStars through, uh, like, through the internet. And uh, that's, yeah, that's how I found it. Not not a long story. (laughs) It's pretty simple. (laughs) Yeah, it's pretty simple. Um, Tech. You, buddy, you're a teacher, and and I, I would have had no idea had you not said anything. So I want to talk about, you know, you kind of have two grinds, and I don't know how much, um, well, I assume you have to have some level of passion to be a teacher, but how do you balance your, your passions and, and make time for both of those things? Because both are kind of like full-time. It's pure insanity. Um, <laughs> I... I, it's, it's not fun. Um, this year I legit, (laughs) (laughs) um, so I, I legit, this is my first year ever. I used to teach high school and this is my first year ever teaching seventh grade. So Mm -hmm. it's very, it was totally different. It's weird teaching little kids now because they don't talk and they don't interact and they just sit there and look at you with blank faces. And, but the finding the balance between the two, is important because if you can plan all of your lessons during the day, like while you're there, cause they give you like two to three class periods to do that. Or if you come home and just like plan your next day's lessons, like the minute you get out, then you have time to go home and, and work on your craft or there's always weekends and there's always other like Friday, Saturday, Sunday where you can go. But every other time it's, I'm here in my home studio working as much as I can, um, because music could probably take me somewhere more than teaching could. So, but it's, um, it's definitely different now. Um, teaching during COVID isn't fun. There's way too many restrictions and I can't even imagine it's, it's nuts, but, um, yeah, it's wearing two different hats is, is, definitely different and uh trying to find the balance between the two is you always have to be able to do that 
For sure. And I want to know, maybe we're going to get a little introspective a little too early into the show, but I'm going to do it anyway. Um, you have to balance so many emotions right now, being that it's COVID. I mean, as a teacher, you'd have to balance it anyway. And you're dealing with a lot of energies and everything. I'm sure that you have your own methods to showing support, but I want to know what is a piece of advice or a way that you would support your students that you're able to also apply to yourself? Because when they're younger, you have to be a little more gentle. And I think people in their craft are generally not as gentle with themselves as they should be. So what is something that you can attribute to yourself? So I'm guilty of that as well, but uh, mistakes aren't a bad thing. Um, I have a poster Mm -hmm. of um, a Mac Miller quote that I put like right above my desk and it says um, like, it's something along the lines of mistakes are not always a bad result. So you can go and have like, you could just bomb a test but you can always make up the next one or you can always do better on the next one or you can do something else. Like it's the same thing in, in today. Like you can make a mistake, like mm-hmm. you can put out a beat that sounds horrible. Like it's not mixed. It's not whatever, but then you kind of have to grow and you kind of have to learn like, okay, maybe I have to do X, Y, Z. Or like if you make a bad business decision and you align yourself with people you're not supposed to, like, okay, I learned, let's do something else about it now. So I try to tell my students all the time, like, you're not making a mistake. Like, we're not in a rush to get through everything. Really just take your time. If you mess up, you mess up. Like, there's always tomorrow. There's always the next day. There's always the next assignment. So I love that energy, and I hope that you guys take some of that in. And I don't know why I wanted to pivot there, but I think I just think in in like talking to yourself and working, it's really easy to be like in your zone and really wanting something out of what you're creating and being like, shit, this isn't it, and like getting really rough on yourself um, when it comes to the voice in your head. So mistakes aren't always a bad thing. Just just remember that. Um, now, for sorry for Pui Pui, right? What's your name? I said it right. Perfect. So for you, yeah. um, you had mentioned um, that you only really started taking like the beat making thing seriously in about November or at least being on BeatStars with it. So, um, yeah. but you also mentioned that you are more interested in creating music for like sync opportunities, more like movies and stuff like that. Oh, yeah. And I think that's yeah. really interesting. I think you're the first person that I've spoken to on this show that has that kind of lens and that focus. Um, Cause I know with tech, like I'm sure tech could do anything he wants creatively, but tech has worked with a lot of artists. Um, but your goal as, as a producer or a beat maker is completely different. So I want to know how you've um, made that decision to create that way in terms of movies or film, just with a sync placement in mind. Um, there's a, I think it's a totally different worlds, the sync world and, uh, the industry world. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it's both in the industry, but, uh, I think, uh, you need to take a different approach when you make music for sync because, uh, um, let's take it like hip hop in hip hop, you, a loop is enough and, uh, in sync, you need to switch it up like every four, six bars, you know. Uh, you can't just repeat the same thing 
and uh i think uh that's the challenging part of it and uh but uh in the long term i think uh sync world is more promising mm-hmm. uh, because uh it promises a pass- more passive income um and uh you don't have to um do all the things like advertising and uh all those hectic things you know mm-hmm. you don't have to ha- be a big name producer to be a professional sync licensing music producer so i think uh during your conversation i'm just trying to make sure that i get this person out of the chat guys when you're here and you're distracting and you're disrespectful and you're rude to the guests on here like we we all see it obviously um but that's not a really great way to interact with your peers on the platform i'm just gonna put that out there continue what you're saying i'm so sorry to interrupt oh yeah 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 no no problem i think uh yeah uh there's a lot of uh, advantages uh, in sync and uh when you uh when you just want to be in the background and not uh on the front that's how uh, that's why you uh, that's when you you choose sync so yeah i'll just put it that way no, you speak to a really interesting point. Um, I think that when people think about what kinds of careers they want to work in music, you know, when it comes to all kinds of tiers, when it's business, people are thinking record labels. Um, yeah. When it comes to being a producer, it's like, I have to get my music to artists. And and even in that vein, people think of like just getting to the top artists. You forget about the other little funnels and the other little things that you can do to um, get your sounds out there. And that, that can turn into to whole other things you could end up scoring an entire film and you, before you even know yeah. and sure. it also allows you to play into different moods and feelings because you know um sync agents are always looking for for different different things different sounds yeah, um, yeah. different things to fill spaces yeah. for you know suspense or for romance or whatever the case may be so um i'm really looking forward to playing some of your your beats uh later um yeah. so i want to talk to you guys um about how BeatStars has now shaped your career. I mean, you're obviously signed with with us because you're here talking to us. That's the point of the show. But um, what has it done for you? I know that, you know, getting a global network is one thing, but in terms of how you've been able to create and what your access is, what does it look like? Whoever wants to go first can go. Your mic's unmuted, so you might as well go. (laughs) For... Yeah, uh, get uh, being a sign artist uh, helps a lot. Um, it it makes you look uh, way more professional, mm-hmm. and uh, it opens doors for obviously placements. And also, um, I talked with uh, Greg. I talked with Greg, uh, the president of uh, the publishing, mm-hmm. and uh, he told me that uh, his. Uh, setting up uh he's setting up a music library for like he's uh trying to expand into beat stars into uh, sync licensing mm-hmm. so um i think uh, that's gonna open a lot of opportunities mm-hmm. for not only producers like us but for, for producers uh for industry producers like art producers who produce for artists and also, uh, yeah, 
uh, it makes us look professional and uh, ANRs professional uh, artists uh, like major artists are more likely to listen to professional ANRs rather than just us just emailing us from emailing them from our homes you know so I think that's the main advantage like we look professional I would love to also talk about like that process for you and maybe like any success or failures that you've been able to look back on in terms of getting your music out there for for film and television and other sync opportunities have you had any experiences that you could share or any tips because I know that somebody just asked a question that said, how often do you send your music um, via email for sync? So maybe. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, for sync, uh, um, I think uh, volume is pretty powerful. Uh-oh, we're a little frozen. Pui Pui, you're going to have to come in and come back out. Okay. Are we good? Oh, there, there, there you go. Okay, yes, there you go. Yeah. So, so you said volume of is important. You can expand. Yeah, that. volume is uh, pretty important. Yeah, uh, and uh, quality is also important. But uh, if you send two albums consisting of uh, like ten tracks, two albums a, a month, if you can do that, I think uh, you'll be way ahead of the game in sync. I think. Uh, one album also works, but uh, two albums a month, I think it's the standard. Got it. Yeah. Thank you for sharing that. Um, Tech, I'm going to hop over to you because you're kind of on the flip, not to say you wouldn't or don't create for film or and television, but you've definitely got a pretty long list of artists that you've worked with um, in the past. For those of you who don't know, Tech has worked with Mac Miller, Rhapsody, Chevy Woods. I don't know if you want to keep going on your list because I know. Yeah, but actually, you know what? Just just for the sake of it and just for people to like feel what's really possible, go ahead and list who your credits are. Uh, I've worked currently. I'm working with uh, this artist, The Bad Seed from New York. Uh, he, uh, we, me, and him have a ten track album coming out. I've worked with uh, Tech from Smith and Wesson, uh, Duck Down, Sky Zoo, Toire, um, God, you said Rhapsody, Cooley High. Um, I've done so much. It's it's just way it's out there. I have a, a few things that I'm that are in the works that I can't speak on, but definitely that's what is currently happening right now. Got it. So I want to talk about that lens and, and I want to hear your Mac Miller story because, you know, rest in peace, Mac. I would love to hear about that moment for you, but I want to know like what makes you want to work with an artist and how you go about getting to them. There's, there's a few different ways. So I actually have built a few different relationships with artists that have purchased beats from me on BeatStars. Um, one of them being Ace Cannons. Um, he, he bought, he leased a beat for me two years ago, um, put out the project and then he bought, he bought a hat for me and then wore the hat during a live stream event with Capadonna of the Wu-Tang Clan and now has him on a single that for his next album that I've also produced. So building a 
a network like that helps, like, please talk to everybody that buys a beat from you because you'll never know who knows who. Um, but also, like, try and meet as many people as possible because you don't know, like, Joe from down the street could be an A&R for Def Jam and you have no idea. Like, it's it's more of who can link you to the next person or is that person that you're linking with the next person. Um, I have another very good friend who, who Trampy and I both know named Jay Hatch, and he used to run iStander but now runs um, something called the, the uh, it's called the Creative Sessions. He goes to a bunch of different cities and takes singers, songwriters, producers, and A&Rs and puts them in a room and just locks them there. And, like, it's like here, like, you guys are going to sit and you're going to make music for Ariana Grande for an hour, or you're going to do all these different things. And now you're not only in a room with an A&R or somebody of importance in the industry, but you're also meeting 50 to 60 different songwriters at a time that could potentially do something over a beat that could land you somewhere. So it's not... Literally, if you talk to somebody, they, like, shoot your shot, like, because at the end of the day, like, what's the worst they can say? No. Like, you, right. you have to you have to do something like that. So it's, it's always important to, like, even if you're blindly sending emails, like, hey, I'm such and such, these are my credits, like, just email, like, you'll never know. Somebody might email you back or somebody like, and word of mouth travels fast. If you're active and you're doing things and you know certain people in the industry are watching you, pay attention to that because you'll never know who is actively listening or who is actively viewing. Right. And maybe while we're on that topic, maybe the both of the both of y'all could um, share some tips in terms of that more or maybe more tips than you just shared tech for um, for networking without being thirsty and being respectful, because I think there's this um, there's this myth out in the industry where, you know, cold emailing somebody that it's cool that you could just be like, yo, What's up, bro? Check out my beats. I can't tell you how many messages I get. And I'm like, who are you? Where are you from? What kind of music do you make? I'm not a male. You know what I mean? So what are some tips that you can um, pass on for people being, you know, respectful, but also to see success in that cold reach? Whoever wants to go first, Ken. I'll, I'll, I'll go first. Please don't spam Please don't, please don't like, even, even as a producer, like we don't want, we don't care about, well, it's not necessarily that we don't care, but like, we don't want to like get an influx of like just a SoundCloud link. Mm -hmm. Like, okay. Um, well, thanks, I guess. But like, what is that going to, what is that going to do? Like, don't like just sit there and just take something or send something and like not like introduce yourself like yeah. I, like or hey I'm tech here's some beats like no like or you'll send beats off like to an artist like if I'm sending beats off to Wiz Khalifa I'll send beats off that I think Wiz Khalifa would jump on 
Yeah. I'm not going to blindly send six MP3s to his manager of something that sounds like the Migos. Like I'm not, Yeah, you can't, you can't be doing stuff like that. So like really like spark a conversation, introduce you to be human. <laughs> That's it. Be human. Thank be human. you. Like, would you just walk up to a stranger on the street with your pack of beats and be like, yo, bro, take this? Nah, probably not, right? What about you, Pui Pui? Can you give us any uh, insights into how you respectfully and successfully (laughs) network with people? Yeah, I think uh, tech pretty much covered all those things that I want to say. So, uh, but... I'll add this thing. I think uh, if you just uh, view and uh, if you just uh, being excellent with your work, uh, people will reach out to you. And uh, I think that's when uh, mutual respect is there. I think uh, you get the best out of the, you know, you get the best chemistry when you have uh, mutual respect for each other, when the other artists respect you. So I think uh, that's it. I'll add that one. Facts, and I love that. Thank you guys for sharing. <laughs> I saw um, our resident BeatStars family member, Mike Trampy, in the comments. I'll repin the comment. He said, try to offer, provide some sort of value, spark up a real conversation. Like, you know, you don't even know what you're reaching out for sometimes. You're just hoping for the best and actually offering something instead of instead of just being like, here's my beats. Hope you can place them. Hope you can use them. Like, that person doesn't know you. They have no incentive or reason to want to support you. So give give them one. Um, I want to rewind a little bit, Tech. I want to hear about your Mac Miller story. Um, I think we should hold space for some Mac Miller stories. So I want to I want to know how you got on. Uh, it was kids, right? Yep. I want to know how you got on kids. Classic project. So I I used to produce or and still produce for a rapper named Scala from Detroit. He um, his his old manager, um, well, it was our old manager, is actually um, the management that manages JID and um, and everyone uh, since the eighties. So they they're known a little now, but they um, they used to manage us on the production team. And Mac was like Mac just put out Live Free, and he put out. Um, Kool-Aid and frozen pizza and he put out la 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 and I was like this kid's dope like I need to I, I can we work with him like I gotta I just produced for Chevy so like there was that Taylor gang in but it was more I, I need to work with him so my manager was like here's his and this is dating back to show you this is his AOL instant messenger screen name and um, hit him up and he'll he'll respond. So I I was like whatever. So I sent him an AIM chat, and back then in AIM you can just share a folder of stuff, and they can download it whenever. So I he was like send me a folder, and I sent him a folder, and like a month went by, and you know I wasn't gonna bother him because I knew he was working on kids, and I get. Uh, like a FaceTime message from him. And he's like, Hey bro. Um, so, uh, Rocksmith Tokyo, uh, and, uh, two other clothing brands are using, uh, this song that we did. And I was like, you recorded to it. And he's like, Oh yeah. Check your email. Mm -hmm. 
And I'm like, okay. So I checked the email and the song was there. And then it just kind of was that I had no idea he was shooting a video. I had no idea he was trying to use it for sync or anything. And just having that opportunity when he came to Providence to perform it, to perform right around the time that uh, Best Day Ever came out, he actually brought me on stage and performed the song um, while like my brother and a few other people were there. Um, I helped get his artist, um, Chu Jackson, to I got him to sign Chu because um, Chu was a part of a group called Fresh Money at the time. And Chu kind of left Fresh Money and then joined Max Record Label. And Max Record Label had some heavy... Have, like they've gone on to do crazy numbers um his r&b singer who i also worked with uh wrote uh co-wrote uh that ariana grande song uh favorite things i think it was called um so she i i don't i don't remember what, what it was called but um yamza she's dope but the we all went on tour together in atlantic city for like six days and back like around like right when Chu's album came out and uh it was definitely it, it was an experience he was the nicest 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 person like on the face of this earth like whenever he came out it was always love like it was always a phone call or it was always an email like yo i'm out your way like i'm out in boston or i'm out in Rhode Island, like come through or whatever always like always the nicest person in the world i can only imagine what it would have felt like to experience a human being like that um I remember I don't even know how old I was I might have been in like 10th or 11th grade at this point but he did a show in Toronto and I think it was one of his first it might have been his second show here ever but just to be like front row in the dead of summer no shade we sat outside from like 10 a.m until doors which would have been like seven or eight just so we could be front row to experience him on tour and like it's one of the greatest now looking back obviously it's one of the most incredible decisions I've ever made just to like get to see him perform and everyone is just tuned in and he's such a relatable person because he's young like rest in peace Matt god bless yeah, rest in the energy that he gave off was just nuts like, yeah just... we don't see very many Max in our lifetime you know um he's a jack of all trades but i'm glad you got that experience and you have a piece of of him in a sense forever so. so you guys can't really see it but i actually had an artist commission um right around my i'll turn, turn the bright light on so you can see but yeah. there's a um i had an artist commission a piece of art that has all of the um there it is. Wow. Like all of the lyrics to the song of Traffic in the Sky are embroidered in Max's shirt and watch and stuff on that. So in honor of them re-releasing the album, um, she did that for me and we put that that's hung in my studio. So that is incredible. That is so wow. Yeah. Oh, I'm getting emotional when you think about it. Um, let's jump into some more beat star stuff, like hard pivot before I start crying. Um, <laughs> I want to know if you guys can share some of your tips and tricks for beat stars. You know, the same thing I ask everybody every week. Um, I want to know what you've done to put yourself ahead. Um, maybe we'll start with Pui Pui if that's cool. Yeah. Go ahead. Okay. Uh, I think, uh, um, Color psychology is really important uh, when you're uh, 
designing okay. your logo um like for example uh beat stars logo is red mm. is in red for a reason you know so i think uh you just uh, need to make your colors attractive and uh, also <laughs> metadata like i know everybody said it before me because, but i think uh, it's the only organic way to market your beats on beat stars is a uh, metadata and uh, the logo and uh, of course consistency you know there's a thing about beat stars that rewards consistency uh, at uh, not like I think it's not like other platforms. Uh, being consistent is like way more important. Mm-hmm. Like on beat stars, I I would I would agree. Um, being consistent, yeah. like also being active, obviously getting to know the community and and working with other people. Um, I want to talk yeah. about this color psychology situation. Um, yeah. Do you also implement that idea when it comes to your cover art? Uh, yeah, sometimes, yeah, not all on my beats, but uh, I'll try it out sometimes, and uh, I think uh, it worked pretty good. Yeah. Uh, I use the color, uh, like, red, reddish uh, color for my branding, mm-hmm. and I think uh, that makes me stand out, like, from the crowd a bit more. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, like, uh, like, Tech, he uses purple, purplish, you know, purplish color. For sure. I think, like... Yeah. We, we touched on this and maybe it was last week. I don't know. Time just flies. But we touched on last week about people uploading beats and stuff um, with cover art and every single track is the same cover art. So it's like if I accidentally refresh the page or I leave or something like I don't know which track I was going for. And I think yeah. also when, when it comes to showing up in search, you know, you're searching for, uh, I don't know, a Drake type beat. And there's so many Drake type beats, but which one are you going to start with? And having something like a visual that really attracts people, um, super smart. And I appreciate that you said that because I think it goes beyond just like making sure that you're uploading your beats and tagging them right. You as a, as a creator, you having your own brand or persona or whatever it is and it. And that being cohesive is super, super important. Um, and before we get into tech, another thing, because it's just popping into my head, I can't remember the name of the producer. I honestly wish I could. Um, but there is a there's a producer on this platform who's playlisting. They've got artist-type beat um, playlists that they've created, and they've gone in and made their branding all across every single playlist the same, but um, they adjust the photos just enough so you know you're looking at something different. And I think that's super smart, too, because it just looks so packaged. Oh. Just wanted to throw that out there. Um, Tech, what are some of your tips? Give us some game. I agree with everything uh, Space Jam and said. Uh, pretty much it's like I've actually had like some producers of notoriety like flat out tell me like yo don't just put the artist's picture like that's the lamest thing that you could possibly do like don't do that like try and distinguish your art on your either uh, probably both the beat video or like actually uploading to Beatstars so like if you're doing YouTube like make sure that everything is consistent across each platform. So like what I like to do personally is I'll do like, I'll just open Photoshop and I'll do the same picture in YouTube, BeatStars, Audio Mac, 
everything has the same picture and everything is so consistent. And the same thing with color. Like I use pink and purple for everything. So like I was saying before and, and space team about it, like my logo is literally like all pink, purple, like, and my whole studio is in the same color. So when I do live streams and stuff, like it's, it's the same color that you're stuck with because if they can associate that with, Oh, okay, this is what I'm always going to be looking at each and every time my whole pro page is in the same color. Like it's important to do that, but it's also important like to touch on schedules because if you're not uploading consistently, like even Othello touched on it the other day with pain one is that you have to upload consistently to garner like enough like traction so i can upload like one beat every eight days and i fall all fall off the charts or my youtube numbers dip like if i'm like i try to upload at least monday wednesday friday and that way if i do monday wednesday friday They'll, people will know, and I, I, my traffic, you can see that, is that Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, people are navigating to YouTube or they're navigating to BeatStars, and they're looking for the beat every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Um, and try and stick to, like, and Othello touched on this, too, and that I, any producers that are in here, please go follow Othello and, and watch his YouTube for facts. Othello is... Like, damn thing right now guys i'll 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 tag his uh his page in the chat for y'all and i'll speak he flat out touched on like if you are trending for an artist stick with that artist that you're making the type beat for so like me personally as an example joe button hasn't been rapping in almost a decade yet i'm still trending on youtube and in the top five for joe button type beats uh, or me like my page trends for meek and ross type beats like really like if you're uploading those types of beats consistently like your numbers are just going to skyrocket every time because the more you make of those type beats with the same tags that you're using the more exposure it will garner to your youtube or your beat stars and everything of that nature. So consistency and, and really like doing things like that. I agree a hundred percent. So in, I've tagged Othello beats there. The other um, person who I was speaking about was young fam. Yes. Um, I'm also going to drop his link here. Just so you guys can go and see how he set up his playlist. Um, I think that it was such a clean, simple thing to do to organize Um your music uh, and, and helpful for somebody like myself, who's on the platform all day looking for very specific beats. Um, he's done a great job. I'll just tag him there as well. If you guys are looking for Othello's, you can scroll up a little bit, but just something to check out. Um, thank you for sharing your tips, guys. I think those are very helpful things and, you know, things people don't often think about, even though we repeat them almost every single week, it's just imperative. Um, that you try different things to put yourself out there and get yourself trending or ranking or wherever you're putting your music just to be on the top of all of it. Um, I want to get into sharing some music. So who wants to go first on that? Space Jam, I'm going to pick on you because we were talking about your, your sync processes earlier. 
So okay. I'm going to unmute you and then I'm going to share my screen. You guys, I'm going to say this nice and early. I need some activity in the chat when the music's playing. I want to know what you guys think of what you hear. Uh, shout out your, your peers who are sharing pieces of themselves today. All right. Is there an order you want to start this in? Do you see that okay? Um, maybe the, yeah. The second one, uh, I think, uh, will be my first okay. pick. Tell me about it. Okay. Uh, it uh, kind of tells my story. Like, uh, it kind of tells me, like, it. I love uh, funk music. So, um, it all, I put all my energy of funk in that track. So, yeah. Oh, yeah, I'm so excited to hear this. And, guys, just remember that. Um, Space Jammin shared with us earlier, if you're just tuning in, that the way he creates music is not necessarily in mind of of working with an artist. Not to say that you wouldn't ever work with an artist, but he's thinking about opportunities for sync placements. So, oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Go ahead. If an artist wanna jump on it, I'm cool with it too. Yeah, like, yeah. All right, let's let's play it. Let's check it out. Can you hear guys? I usually stop it at the one minute mark, but um, that kind of went up a little bit. Somebody said Apple commercial question mark. Yeah. Everybody loved it. Thank you. Yeah. I'm so active today. I love this. Someone said we want the funk. That was giving me like very like old school vibes. You know what I mean? Yeah. Eighties. Eighties. Seventies. Yeah, seventies. James Brownish. Yes, it's so, really fire and very different. Yeah. There was a comment I wanted to address just because I don't want to forget it. Someone said, Hostile 314 said, what if our beats are too different? I don't think that there's any such thing as too different. I think when it comes to music, guys, there's something for literally everybody. It just, yeah. the work is, is one, in you making it sound great, but two, making sure it gets to the right people and knowing who your audience is and who the music is for. Um, yeah. I wanted to address that before we went on. I don't know why I'm in such a emotional introspective mood today but that's where we're at um okay what what song do you want to go with next like uh, yeah uh last second one this one uh yeah tell me about it it's a heartbeat of uh, like uh, i just uh, go hard on that beat so i uh, like i just want to make some hip-hop mm. and uh 
I'm inspired by metal music, and uh, also I, I I appreciate the hard side of music, like the just uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. We'll let the, we'll let the track speak for itself. Yeah, let uh, speak. And before I do hit play, Gem Drop Beats, can you hold on to your question for me, and we can get to it as soon as we're done playing everybody's beats. Appreciate it. All right, let's get into this. Funk. Very hard. What are you gonna say? Can you tell me you have like a Tyler the Creator Denzel Curry tag on 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 those? Uh, there is a Tyler the Creator and Denzel Curry tag on these on both of them. Both of them. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Somebody said Denzel Curry would kill this. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. That like the very gritty. Like it was the gritty side of hip hop. Um, yeah. And I appreciate that. That was fine. All right. What's gonna be our third? First one. Okay. Um, oh, I've heard this on the platform many a time. This is hard. Yeah. I'm excited for everybody to hear this. Tell, tell people about this. That one is a. Uh, uh, lately, I've been inspired by these uh, African be- Afro beats. Like, it's a. Uh, it's full of soul, and uh, it's full of uh, rhythm, and uh, it's so. Um, it's not based on. Uh, a metronome or anything it just goes like a it just go the rhythm just goes on and on you know so you just get lost kind of lost in the groove and i just want to maybe rap on it and uh yeah that's the kind of feeling i want to go with that beat fire let's get into it
I've been letting everything run over because it's fire. I usually do one minute, but you know, got to give that extra <laughs> seconds to make all the difference. Everybody's in love with what you're doing today, so I'm really excited about that one. I've I've seen that a couple times in my ventures across the platform. So, Ooh. good work. Um, all right, we've got two left. What's gonna be your second last? Third one. This this one. Yeah. All right. Let's do it. Let's do it. Was that a guitar? Yeah, it was a. I played it myself. Wow. Yeah. yeah. I, that was that. Like, especially after like the one minute mark, I started hearing it a little bit. Like you're playing with the melody, I guess. Yeah. Um, fire. All right. That also. Sorry, I wanted to say that. That's giving me like a uh, like a video game, but for like sports. I don't know which one though. Maybe like a snowboarding game or like. Uh. Something along those lines, you know the vibes. Yeah, um, <laughs> I see you. <laughs> okay, <laughs> and your last one, yeah. uh, drunk. Drunk. Yeah. Is this gonna be like a smooth, smooth and sexy kind of vibe? Yeah, it's a throwback kind of vibe, but with a modern feel. Cool. Let's modern see. feel. Yeah. Let's do it. <laughs> vibe i see what you mean with with the thundercat tag there yeah 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 makes me want to put on a silk do-rag um <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much for sharing these are all yeah. fire and yeah, honestly, my pleasure I, i'm pretty excited over the fact that um what you do is very versatile um yeah. so 
So, so happy to have you on the BeatStars team. Tech, you're on deck. Let's tech go. Tech. Ooh, new BeatStars. Oh, oh, hey. Hey. Okay, let me share my screen. All right. Tech, what you got for us? All right, so the last one, uh, disclaimer. This beat, um, when I first was introduced to Dream Life, I sent him seven samples, and then he made this beat. So that one is our first collaboration ever, so you can play that one first. you feel like you're in a dream yeah yeah love that so cool and like i don't know what did you tag this anderson and kendrick i feel like that that would have even been a great mac beat um yeah i said we all float down here i love that all right what's your second track uh i will say if we're just gonna keep it like slow and speed it up uh we'll go with uh, we'll do uh long days. All right, let's do it. Uh, yeah. Ooh, a tech type beat. Mike, are you still in here? Here's your chance, buddy. the whole thing running but i'm like running out of time we got like 10 minutes so like so chill you could all just 
between the two of them, you could land on their page, just start at the top with the first track and just run everything through without skipping, I promise you. All right, what's going to be our next one? For the sake of time, no more disclaimers. So just go to uh, what really matters next. Unless you have a fire story to go with it, please share. Don't feel pressure. All right, let's go. Lakeith Rashad on the hook. Lakeith Rashad on the hook. That was honestly, all your music is very much like a sunny, warm, breezy day in the park. You know what I mean? Like mad chill. Fuck with it. Don't know if I was supposed to say that, but I did. So moving on. <laughs> um, um, let's do. Let's do Warrior. Warrior. Right. Yeah. Data Kiss. Also a, a Dream Life collaboration. Okay, so this is this is gonna be like, are you giving us hard New York over here? Is that what I'm about to get? Uh, yeah. So right, let's go. Okay, hold on, hold on. Let's play it, let's play it, let's play it. Play it. Okay, 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 okay. I'm, yeah. glad we, I'm glad we stuck around for that. So, All right. Um, if we have time for one more, I'm gonna let you choose, Tia, because uh, 
the last two, one of them, uh, remember the time is my uh, probably my second most streamed on the platform. Okay. And uh, then my the the open door remix is is very near and dear to my heart right now. So it's it's in it's entirely up to you. We could do both. Okay. Let's yeah, do but, both, and then I want to answer that um, gem. I think yes. I remember the name um, gem's yeah. question, and then we can hop off. Let's sure. do both. Um, which do, one you want to do, do first? Do remember the time first. All right, let's do it. Someone said, gotta go sign up to BeatStars. Yeah, if you're in here and you're not already signed up, you know what? I'm glad you made it here just so you could figure out that you needed to sign up. So go do that. Go do that. All right. Last track from Tech. Your open door challenge, the remix. Guess you're still waiting on those results, huh? It's fine. Uh, (laughs) Let's uh, let's play that. All right. I don't care how creative you are. Uh, creativity doesn't like not come at the right time. It comes at the most random times in the world. Yeah, they tell you that you should quit trying. You are too small, but you are too young. They tell you the chance is too slim, the world is too big, but you say how come? I'm ready to light a new fire, raise a new flag across a new sea. And if I'm ever the one in your way, then put your head down and run right through me. Had to let the hook finish. Yeah. Fire. Wishing you the best of luck in that contest. Thank you. Thank you. Um, okay, guys, we have a couple minutes left. I know uh, some people had questions. Jem, I can't remember your, I can't find your question because the chat's gone up way too far. But if you would like to ask, ask now. Um, I, I remember the question. If okay. that, Yeah, go ahead. If you so he, he basically wanted to know, um, because he focuses on three different artists um, that he uploads like tight beats for, like 
what is the appropriate amount that we believe, like, if we upload. Um, I, going by, and again, I, I can't stress this enough, um, this, this came from Othello, and I've been following like exactly kind of what his model was. And he has a whole, like, please go watch. It's like an hour long Twitch course. Um, He talks about finding three or four like artists that you make beats for like, like type beats for. So if you are, if your lane is like, for instance, for me, I have Meek, Ross, Griselda, and, um, like I have my Bobby Valentino beats are like up there. So like if I upload more of those four artists consistently, the numbers will just keep going up because your name not only shows up more, but if you keep making those types of sound beats, then yeah. I like that you said Bobby Valentino. Some TikTok was like Bobby V, LOL. Yeah. <laughs> but hey, Bobby V has some. Those Asian flutes with the, the bongos and the. Listen, don't even. Don't. don't sleep on Bobby V. He's got some bangers, okay? First of all, um, there, Bufo had a question. I like this one. I see y'all have long and short names for your beats. Have y'all noticed any trends in which tend to sell more? Anybody want to take that? Nope. All right. The answer is no, Bufo. Title as long as you want. I want to see a beat called Supercalifragilistic Expialidocious next week. That's your homework. Um, anybody else have any questions? If not, we're about to sign out because I'm going to get in trouble for running over. Everybody good? Okay. Let us know where we can find you guys on socials and um, obviously your pages. Tech, thank you for sharing. I didn't thank you for sharing your beautiful work, but just so fire that both of you are a vibe. Pui Pui, you're still muted and I can't unmute you. Hold on. There you go. Uh, so, yeah, just thank you to both of you. Where can we find you? Uh, you can find me you know, on Instagram, Space Jamming. You can find me on Space Jamming. Like, uh, I pretty much use only Instagram, so yeah, you can find me on Instagram. Fire Tech. Yeah, I'm a Tech Beats on all platforms, with the exception of Twitter, because some guy from 1999 or something <laughs> changed his name. So I'm Technology Ri on Twitter, but I am Tech Beats on every other platform. Um, so if you want to find me on Instagram or Twitch or whatever, follow me. And if you check us out at BeatStars Publishing on Instagram, you'll be able to see pretty much all of our roster and get some additional insights from them. Every single week, we're uploading new content supporting our publishing creators. So definitely check us out. Thank you to everybody for tuning in. Thank you, Pui Pui, for staying up. Thank you, Tech, for running from school and doing such a great service of teaching during a global pandemic. You're doing God's work. Um, appreciate you guys. And we'll be back next Tuesday, 3 p.m. Eastern, same time. You know where to find us. Not going to be with these two. It's going to be with somebody else. So uh, come hang out with us. Be safe, everybody. Later. Bye, y'all. <laughs> Peace.